What's up, RSL Nation? It's your boys. Another uh, Scarf Life episode. Uh, your boys being Adele and The Baker. Uh, we've kind of got a hybrid post-match quickie after the Portland game and kind of a regular weekly show. We're not quite sure what we're going to talk about, really, but we'll get you what oh, we can. Oh, stop it. We'll get we you know what we can exactly get you. what we're going to talk about. And, uh, yeah, hope you enjoy. What's up, Adele? How you doing, the baker? All right, you gotta bring it way down. How far down? Like way down. Like I'm, so I'm wearing the headphones. Uh, mm -hmm. Usually you wear the headphones. Yeah, we share. We're, we, we share a pair of headphones. It's quite the operation over here. We experimenting. Yeah. All I'm saying is, bring it down. You blow me out. What happens when we put a camera on us? Uh, I th think not much. Not a lot to be gained by it. If we quite literally do what we do as we do when we do it. Yeah, I, I and don't... And then we I put a I, camera on us. Nothing worth seeing. Say it's you. I mean, it's it's two ridiculously good-looking guys drinking cheap beer at a high table with two laptops in front of them. It's not uh, entertaining I, viewing. I would not call it cheap beer. It's a good value beer. It's, it's very, very good value beer. I know it's cold. Of, no, that's, it's, that's, that's Coors. It's called the champagne. Yeah, champagne The beers. champagne of beers. The baker. What are we going to talk about today, homeboy? I think we're going to talk about the Portland game just a tiny little bit. Tiny. I don't know, like 20 minutes or so, which for us is tiny. At I think we're going to get into the international break, just kind of discuss it, maybe talk uh, San Jose just a, once again, tiny little bit. And uh, that'll probably be the episode. It's it's We don't have a game this weekend, and there's – the obvious international break going on. I would like to, if I may, mm -hmm. if we get to it, talk about politics and soccer. We're probably not going to talk about politics and soccer. It, we had a very specific request on no, the Facebook. To not talk about politics and soccer. That was, go, go read it verbatim. Okay, good point. We it, it, The request was to talk about not talking about politics and soccer so you okay. so bringing maybe, maybe it up that's what we'll do well i mean there's a very easy way to do that and you just ignore it we cannot not talk about not talking about <laughs> politics and soccer it's a thing these days you and i what's up have multiple times many times over the past months weeks years mm -hmm. discussed the fact that we go to soccer games to get away from the politics the religions, mm -hmm. the touchy-feely subjects all over the place. The stuff that's going to offend some folks? No, I don't care about offending some folks. I just quite literally want to get it's an escape. the freak out of it. Yeah, yeah. Because it's I everywhere you. else. I want to go to an RSL game and think RSL. Yeah. I don't want to think. Stop yelling. Politics. Stop yelling or turn yourself down. Those are your options. Elections religion mm -hmm. offensivenessness whatever that word is i i don't want to think about it okay it, i want to tune out so let's tune it out let's, let's, for 90 let's, minutes let's, but we can't we have to it's all over the place we have to mention a little bit the guy asked us not uh, to mention it let's follow the game plan what will we talk about first well so this is one of those rare instances where you and i didn't watch the game together uh oh we were uh Different parts of the country. Totally different parts this of the whole, country. This whole like uh, yes. holiday weekend really got into the way of the soccer watching. It, I did watch. 
Yeah, I. I actually, I, my my significant other, mm-hmm. bless her heart, who <laughs> hates sports, right? All of it. Just doesn't get it. Just umbrella. Just just hates it. Okay. Watched most of the game with me. Mm. How'd that go? Um, I had fun. Nice. You putting a ring on it is less <laughs> less less our <laughs> nation heard. So. So, Couldn't have been that bad. So yeah, it was it was one of those things. Was like the game's on. Um, uh, we watching, right? Right. Doesn't matter what part of the country we're in. Absolutely. That bled into watching Serie A and Premier League the next day. So it got a little out of hand. Hey, slippery Th- that's slope. what happens when you let me have my way. Slippery slope. Uh, but yeah, so I I did watch the game. I watched the full game, and uh, yeah. Did you? Yeah, no, I did not watch the full game. I was in a place. So just to be clear, I share that feeling of regardless. Oh, to, of to, just before, to clarify, she she did not finish the game. She went to sleep. Oh, okay. Over, yeah. yeah, yeah, makes sense. I mean, from what I hear. It By was the way, for the record, for uh, just in case for some you know magical, mysterious reason she listens to this, mm-hmm. uh, this is one of the reasons I appreciate her so much. She just leaves me the fuck alone in these areas, right? <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. Don't listen to it. Uh, this is me. This is my area. Right. Uh, you stick to yours. I'll stick to mine. Um, no. What? Um, where was I going with this? I can't remember. I don't know. Anyways. Um, yeah. So I, in case she's listening. Yes. Miraculously. You started with that. She's not. Uh, yeah. She she still doesn't give two shits. Which so is she's okay. Probably, probably not listening is what I'm hearing. Yeah. No. no okay. right. I think she said she listened to the first episode and she's like. So yeah, I gotta talk about soccer. Oh, she doesn't talk about it like that. She's not even from the south. It's like you're gonna, <laughs> you're a braver so, man than I am. Well, she's not gonna listen to this. It doesn't matter. Um, so uh, yeah, that's right. It, I, I love. I actually enjoy the setup we have, which is we don't all have to be into soccer. So when we talk about like casuals mm-hmm. or people who are just not with it, right? On our level, right? Of excitement, we're okay. We're okay. Yeah, man, it's, uh, I'm, I'm, I, I'm a little uncomfortable because I feel like all of a sudden we're in this, like, uh, relationship podcast and I'm just not trained Let's to. Let's get over it. I'm not trained to talk about it. Yeah. So I didn't watch, I was, I was in the shadow of Mount Rainier in the Pacific Northwest, uh, just a few hours north. Oh, up in, north, uh, north Flounders of, country? Up in, I was up in Flounders country, uh, north of where Did the, you uh, lose a bet? No, man. So the better half on my end is from Flounder's country, not a flounder, thank God. Um, no, so your your better half, if I may, is one of the most passionate soccer fans I've met in my life. Yeah, diehard RSL fan. Especially and, RSL. So, and she does listen, so. W- we can tell this group of people that's listening to us, uh-huh. all six of them, we've been to games, you, me, and her. Uh-huh. Mia, by the way. And, bro, she like outdoes you. No, she no, no. clear. She she outdoes you at these games. False. Like, not not even close. I mean, she gets all her information from the podcast. So you know, very educated soccer fan, clearly. But well, m- maybe that's why it clicked what she was saying. But she's one of the most passionate non-RSL proper supporters I've ever seen. Yeah, that knows her stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like I got lucky. But so yeah, family up there. We are Mount Rainier, and despite my best efforts, 
i.e. literally climbing to the top of a mountain, couldn't couldn't get anything resembling a signal to <laughs> stream the game. <laughs> so really, yeah, man, priorities. I was I tried watching it, just it wasn't meant to be. It wasn't meant to be. But I did catch uh, most of the game when I got back. I didn't watch all ninety minutes, but I, I watched enough to lot. talk about. It. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, let's let's get into what I did yeah. and didn't miss. Um. I I so Portland. I mean, let's talk about the lineup because you know I feel like that's the first thing that comes out. Uh, the lineup Quite literally is the first thing. Yeah, that comes now, out, hour, yes. hour maybe, before maybe the game. right before the injury report, but that's about it. Right, injury report, then line lineup. Um, not, I mean, I mean, let's just let's just get ahead of it. Sam Johnson not getting the start. We Stupid. went and and we actually ended up talking about this in the podcast before this one about uh, you know maybe resting Sam Johnson because he didn't get the start before. The week, the week either he had a bit of a rest due to injury before that yeah yes. yeah but I I like I remember talking that this was the type of game that uh, Sam Johnson would excel at yes um and so him not being in the starting eleven I mean it took me by surprise well let's just call it for what it is and I, and, and I I would like to say for once we we might be speaking on behalf of majority of our soul nation. Mm-hmm. Sam Johnson not starting the game in Portland against Portland right. is stupid. Absolutely stupid. Right. I don't care who makes that decision. If it's Mike Petke, obviously wasn't, but if, right. if it's Mike Petke. It's our boy Freddie. If it's Freddie. Uh-huh. If it's Jose Mourinho. Right. It's stupid. Sure. It is Stupid, Freddie. Mm-hmm. I like most of the things Freddie is doing. Right. This was a stupid decision. One of two, in my opinion, stupid decisions for that game. On that game, yeah. Th- that lineup without Sam Johnson, after just having gotten back. Look, look. Now let's clarify. Let's clarify. We're talking about information we have. Mm-hmm. That is available to us. Could Sam Johnson have had an injury that prevented him from starting the game? Probably not. Well, Could, no, seeing as he got on a flight to go yeah. play for uh, and then and had a hell of Liberia. a game down there. Yeah. yeah. But the the fact that we didn't get such information makes me think that no, that's not the point. That's not the case. It no, no, I don't think it's like an injury thing. Which then leads me to the conclusion of, all right, so what was the thinking? The mere Krylak was going to make a better number nine against Portland than Sam Johnson? And then top that all off with the thing we haven't talked about yet, which is that Corey Baird mm-hmm. is better on the outside than Bofo Sacedo. I'm, I'm not sure what, right. what Freddie's problem with Bofo is, but Bofo hasn't been featured much so yeah but both of them get any minutes in the portland game Um, so let me ask you this question go ahead so for the sake of our nation do you in any way shape or form see any any possibility or possible possibility let's keep it that that would have a damir krylock Mm -hmm. whom i love yeah, the major solid player. Starting over a Sam Johnson. It's 
specifically at number nine. Right. Healthy, both assumed in this case. Sure. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think you, you, that was a very roundabout way of asking, would I have Demir starting or would I have Sam Johnson starting? I, and I think we... In that uh, specific position. Because yeah, I could yeah. ask you the same question like defensive midfield. Sure, yeah, yeah, of course. At, at forward, yeah. Um, it, it's... I was kind of shocked that given... I mean, I Portland played deep. Like, they defended really, really deep, which I found really shocking. But, like, Sam's the type of player that I feel like would have really had a great... I, I don't know, just a solid 90 minutes, I think, would have done wonders because he would have... He would have occupied a couple of defenders easily yeah um in 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 a dirty scrappy game like that like every like um uh, i so i was i ended up watching some of his uh performance for his national team for liberia in their world cup qualifier against sierra leone and uh sam sam got their third goal and it was this real scrappy he kind of like up against the defender he heads it in it takes a weird balance. Like it's not like a clean strike from outside the box by any stretch of the imagination, um, and I think that's what Sam provides a little bit of that like gritty. I'm gonna figure out a way to stay on my feet even though I'm being tackled left and right, and just kind of put this on frame. Quality. That's how most of his goals for RSL have come so far. For sure, and and I don't. By like, the way, I, most goals in what twenty games? What was it? Ten games? I can't remember. For the club or yeah, I have no idea. He has he has the fastest. Yeah, yeah, fastest. The, to Fastest to nine goals in club history. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and, and I think the, what Demir does is the Demir isn't your you know typical number nine. He's put, not a number nine, period. Right. There's no typical it, it, there. It, sure. I mean, it, it, it's we're playing him at number nine. He's a number. You know what I mean? Like, he's our striker. He's for better. Like, there's an F next to his name on the box. Number box nine score. is not just a position. Number nine is a, a, as an attitude, sure, as I, a mentality. Right. I, I love the Mia cry. Like, yes, he's, he's being not played it. out of position. Right. Yes. Um, but he, when he is in that role, for better or worse, I think he looks to combine. And I think that's what Freddie was trying to, like, get after. It's not necessarily the mere being the finisher, but just looking for that final pass, you know, to, to Savarino and, and, and Rushnak and Corey Baird to kind of finish something, put something on frame. It was terrible. Would you would you agree? I, I yeah, I think I, a we have the benefit of hindsight. You know, hindsight is always twenty twenty. I get to talk about the game after the result. I would have had Sam Johnson in there for all ninety minutes, not necessarily over Demir, but I think in that I position think, though, definitely in that position. Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, how about let's get to another position. Which is uh, uh, Kellen, uh, Ke- Kellen Rowe. Yeah, got to start. Yeah. I, I thought he did okay. Uh, oh, okay. I, Once again, I can't say I watched all 90 minutes, so maybe you saw something I did. But, but no, I, I watched it through his entire performance because I watched it up to, like, the subs. Um, he he kind of cost us a little bit, I feel like, on that goal. Like, that one's partially on him, in my opinion. And then he wasn't all that great defensively. I, I don't know. It's maybe uh, not maybe. He obviously hasn't had time to gel with the team. And just so everyone's on the same page, Kellen Rose, the guy we picked up from SKC just as the transfer window was closing. The New England Revolution legend. No, I think he did okay. Mm. I, I think for the situation he's in, mm-hmm. what he has to do and get done, he did at least as well as you would expect someone to do in that position having said 
all of that. If I ever have the pleasure, the opportunity, the duty to choose between playing a Demir Krylak, let's just assume Kyle Beckerman is a starter, a given, right. or Everton, well, like Kyle, you know, never mind Kyle, but Everton, Louise is a starter, is a given in that position. So one of them is missing, obviously. That's why there's a conversation about the others. Mm-hmm. If I ever have to choose between playing Roe or the mere Krylak in that position, healthy, okay, it's the mere Krylak. There's no question. As, the, the, as defensive midfield, yes, I, I alongside think either Everton mm. or Kyle Beckerman, right? It is a non-brainer to me that that, mm. that that he plays it, which then automatically promotes or makes. Sam playing number nine, even less. Yeah, yeah. Sam, of, Sam's of, of a thought. I would even say at this point, and I know that Kyle is near and dear to all of our hearts, but at this point, I would say if we have everyone healthy, mm-hmm. it's Crylock and Louise. Yeah, I, you might be the only human being that's an RSL fan that thinks the mirrors should be our defensive. Like, the, like even. I don't think Demir wants to be a defensive midfielder. He's not a defensive he, midfielder. He absolutely is. He's like at best he's a holding mid. I think realistically he's an attacking mid. It, it, it's it, he he's not a Cobbeckerman. He's not an Everton Louise. He's I think not, he is. No, man. You're I think I, I, I think that's his better position. They than tried any that other experiment. Position. It didn't work out. Yeah, it did. Yeah, no. Him and him next to Kyle in our middle was who a you, who disaster. Who do you think was our best player last year? Uh, yeah, I think Demir makes the short oh, list well, as a go. striker when he was atta- no. and he was playing in the attack. No. Yes, no. Demir's best moments for us came in the attack. No, his most memorable moments. Best moments. Demir and Kyle no, no, in no, defensive you, midfield is a tire fire. I love both of those dudes you individually. You just being you just you just being a fanboy right now. No man, you are, I, I'm you're not so saying wrong. I'm not saying it has to be uh, Demir and Kyle. Saying it maybe it should be Demir and uh, Everton. I think that's a better pairing, but that's yeah. only because Demir and Kyle is such an awful pairing. Um, no, 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 no. Disagree. De- Demir defensive midfield. I-, I think he's he can do it. I I don't think it's. I, I think I don't think he it's good. Is I, it's one not of, where I'd put him. I think Demir is one of our top two or three defensive midfielders. I I think. Everton is number one, yeah. In this stage, and number two is between Demir, right, and Beckerman. Yeah, no, I I think you're. And here's the thing: in, in that role, it's not like you know you can't look at them individually. It is a team. It's it's like center back pairings. Like one can be great, but if the other one is is garbage, the center back pairing was poor. That's how I feel about RSL's defensive midfield. It's a we know it's a two man job. All right, in uh, a second, I'll ask you about your ideal top 11 lineup with everyone healthy at our sure. cell. Let, let's get a, a beyond this for just a second, if we may. I mean, you said something pretty radical that I, th- like, I think we need to address, and that's that, like, like the mere defensive midfield is just not a good one. Right. Well, I'm sure we'll get back into it when we get to talk about our ideal 11, because mm-hmm. you have to put the mere somewhere. Would you agree yeah. with me on the point that we agreed on preseason, which mm-hmm. is that the mere is the number one guy you have to have on the field? Yeah, I, 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 that's I've I'm a little less militant about that than I was at the start of the season, um, and 
I still think Demir on the field is a very good thing, and I would want him on the field, but it's not like a must, must, must the way it was at the start of the if season. If you have to do, let's do a power ranking. Okay. Of who must be oh. on the field. Jefferson. He's your number one. Yeah. Okay. I yeah, probably yeah. agree. Jefferson. Yeah. Everton. Everton over Demir. Yeah. Ah. Demir. Eh, maybe Albert, then Demir. Whoa. So uh, you're putting Hefferson, mm-hmm. with which I agree, by the way. Right. Actually, maybe. Oh, and Sam then, Johnson is up there. But Sam uh, Johnson isn't like a must. Sam let Johnson me ask you this. Like l- a, l- l- let's, let's simplify this question. Yeah. Who on the RSL roster right. is a must-have starter okay. above the mirror? In, in, in your wrong book. In what position? Oh, no, no, no position. Like, you're just literally saying, I have these 20-something players right. overall. Yeah. And I'm actually, I'm reverse engineering my starting lineup. I'm going off of, like, the players characteristically and skill-wise mm-hmm. I need on the field. I must have on the field. Which guy is, like, like the, the number one guy sure, you but you start can't, with. Like, it's, I get what you're trying to get at. All I'm saying is, it, it's very difficult because that's not how a starting eleven is built. I get that, but you, you know, like that's why this thing we do is called a show. Sure, I get so, that, but I'm also trying to point out, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna name like three or four names. Yeah, that doesn't mean I think the other what is that six seven names just get left blank. Like I would fill them in, but they're lesser importance. No, no, no. no. Like I still need a human there, and like, yeah. but the if, if you're, if, okay, wise. if you're saying okay, like, you know, we're gonna fill out a starting eleven. I think realistically, the first thing I do is bust out my pen and put a Romando in in goalkeeper because it's so obvious, right? Like that, I, I get the okay. I get the exercise you're trying so to go do. Ahead. It's go just ahead. It's give, difficult. Give me just humor me and give me the exercise. So sure. Exclude Romando goalkeeper. Yeah. For okay. A so I think Jefferson, players. Jefferson, so, so Everton. We're, we're talking everyone above the mirror. No, no, point. no. But it's not above the mirror. I'm, I'm it, it's, it's Jefferson isn't above the mirror. I'm Jefferson up. is above the mirror at right wing. I'm asking you. Right, but the thing you're trying to get me to do is so counterintuitive to how I would go about. I'll give you mine if you want. I'm asking so you what, what your lineup Everton, is Albert. in importance above the mirror. Yeah, okay, it's not above the mirror, but the dudes I would put in to play before I put in Demir, which I would get to eventually, is probably Jefferson, Everton, Albert, maybe Sam Johnson, depending on the opponent. So you would make sure those guys play before the mirror? Yeah, sure, sure, let's go with that. For this overly simplified thought exercise, it's not overly simplified. I think it's a good exercise. I would say this, if I may. You didn't ask me, but I'll ask myself. Yes. There is a uh, Jefferson, mm-hmm. maybe. Okay. I I still think Jefferson is, other than uh, Burrito, mm-hmm. the most skilled player we've ever had. Yeah, I think, ever. I, yeah, I think that's RSL. fair. Yep. Now from it, when you mix longevity with skill, by mm. far the best player we've ever had, just skills-wise. Right. Right. He, he stuck around. <laughs> yeah. So the only player in my book that is a maybe mm-hmm. over having to start the mere cry, like I don't care if he plays goalie. Sure. Yeah, the mere's damn good. Is Jefferson. No one else. Mm-hmm. If it's a matter of you have to start either Jeffer- uh, either Demir or Albert, Albert is on the bench. Easy. 
if you have to start either the mirror or Carl Beckerman, sure, it hurts me to say this, right? Carl's on it, the bench. It's just not a real like. I get what you're trying to get at. It's just not a realistic scenario. Right. All right. That's and I have a problem, you know, because at the end of the day, we have to put in a realistic starting eleven to go play San Jose on Wednesday. All right, let's get. Luckily, you and I don't have that job responsibility right, right now. To, so let, let's get, get into get one other thing that actually irked me almost as much as Sam Johnson sitting, mm-hmm. while two other players played out of position because he had to sit. So Sam Johnson. I mean, I Corey Baird. Corey yeah. Baird starting left wing. Over in this case, both Plata and Bofo. Right. I would think Bofo would be the close call to start against him mm-hmm. or versus him, but then Plata is the one that came in. All credit, Plata has Great been game. Doing really well. Well, not just that game, but even the last game and like a couple of games ago. Yeah, Plata's, Plata, Plata's quote unquote back. Plata is on the up and up, mm-hmm. getting hot at the right time. I so, think. Let me give you my stacking order, if I may, on the left side. Mm-hmm. Let's for a second ignore that Albert is also for some reason in the mix there. Right. I wouldn't say for some like he's he. I think I'm probably skipping ahead of my starting eleven. Albert's on the left. I was gonna call Freddie stupid for but making it's, it's, that it's, decision. It's, but it's whenever it we whenever we play well, that's how we've looked. So let me say let me ask you this question. Okay, go for it. Do you believe that in any situation? Corey Baird mm-hmm. should be starting over either one of these two, yet alone both. Current form Plata. Right. Or standard form Bofo Sacedo. I mean, Corey Baird had some good games earlier. He had a good he game. Had, he had two good games. He he had like three goals What's and two the other games. One? Uh, they were back-to-back. I think he, he had KC was a good game, and then right after KC, who did we play after KC? He scored. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. He didn't have a good game. He had a goal. Is what you're sure? Yeah, yeah, but but like that's that's his job up there is to score goals, and if he's scoring well, goals, okay. like regardless, you know what I mean? Like, should we judge him by that? I mean, it, it's one of the things I judge him on, and that's why, like, well, he's not doing. I haven't much. seen Bofo in a while, and the last time I, I feel like I really loved Bofo starting, and then very recently. And I mean, very recently, like n- obviously not excluding the last couple games because he didn't play. But while he was still playing, I remember being very uh, concerned about some of his uh, shot selection. Oh, that was before very recently. You were concerned with that shot selection since like game one. No, no, you're thinking Jefferson. Jefferson, I was worried about shot selection. No, like, Bofo. No, no, no. Well, both. both. Maybe both. Bofo was good for a while, and we, then he was we, like doing doing. We things. have talked about Bofo's. Shot selection quite a bit. I feel like times. I'm. I feel like I'm bringing it up for the first. I've talked about Jefferson's shot selection multiple times. That too, yes. Uh, and and I feel like Jefferson's kind of broken through that a little bit. I think he's a little more selective. I think Bofo for a while there was just taking some screamers that from a distance that didn't make sense to me. I don't want them to be selective. I want I want them to let her rip. Uh, my my biggest complaint, sure, but like about if there's a RSL, pass. my biggest complaint about the RSL offense uh-huh. is a lack of shots. Well, by that logic, Demir Krylock should be like, you know, the the Albert and Demir both had four shots each, uh, yeah. and Albert actually had three shots on goal. I think Albert had a hell of a game. Yeah, um, and Albert and Demir should be playing the uh, midfield. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, it, it's to answer your original question, 
I don't think Corey Baird should start the next game. Uh, I would like to see what Bofo has, or I would like to see what Plata can do with like a full 90 minutes, because I think Plata's back. Um, that isn't how I, if everyone's healthy, everyone's available, it's not how I would line up myself. But to answer your original question, I'm, yeah, yeah. Ba- you Baird, agree Baird. with me that Corey Baird has no business starting over Plata mm. or Bofo, yet alone over Plata and Bofo. Yeah, Both I, healthy, non-suspended, ready to go. Right. It, it's Once again, I don't know what's all going on with Bofo and practice and stuff. I, I'm i of the opinion that if I've got Bear and I've got Plata both healthy, ready to go, at this point, Plata has shown enough that I think he's worth you know, getting a start. My, my humble yeah, opinion. Makes sense. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Next talking point. We're mm-hmm. trying to keep this pretty quick. Not a quickie, but pretty Sure. Quick. Yeah, the substitution pattern. Um one substitution pattern. Yeah, was I mean, one substitution of two players in the 78th minute. Yeah, uh, you know it down, was a good one. Sure, and it totally changed the game. Yeah, um, yeah completely changed the game. It, 20 minutes too late. Yeah, probably. yeah. I, I, well, I think, probably like 70 minutes too late because some of those guys should have started. But right. Yeah. It, it, it's. I think. I think we play that game for another 45 minutes. RSL gets the tie, but unfortunately, that's not how soccer works. <laughs> or maybe RSL loses three one. Yeah. Um, they're you know because all credit to Portland they were creating all kinds of chances as well. That goal, and this is where you and I disagree. Which part? Okay, about let's, the goal. let's get into that. Go ahead. Tell me. I think your Ramonda, take I on think, the goal. I think it was a beauty of a goal. I'm I'm not here to take anything away from probably one of the best players in the league. Uh, uh, uh Valeri, beauty of a goal. But it was. Wait, f- hold on. You mean Valerie? Valeri. Yeah, he did pretty good. Oh. Please please don't. Please don't. Uh, Dean Martin fan? I mean, I am when he does it. Brumch. No, it, it's... Um, I feel like it was far enough out with... Like, he telegraphed the crap out of that goal. Like, uh, five seconds before the shot was taken, you could tell, like, dude's going to take the shot. Like, he made... His body language was like, I'm taking this from a distance. I think Romando should have had it. That being said, I don't think he should have been in a position to take the shot to begin with. Like there are other dudes who failed long before that shot gets taken. Yes. But it was it was far enough out with enough preparation. I think I think a slightly younger Romando, maybe slightly more aware, slightly quicker, gets a hand to that. I think that's a silly argument. The second part. I think no goalie in the league gets that. Hmm. I don't no know, man. Lee he was gets far that. enough out. Val Valerie. Yeah, we always end up calling him Valerie. Valerie. So Valerie should not have. No one should be. Matt Harpering. You know who he is. Yeah, jazz, jazz yes. man. Yes, Matt Harpering has this. It's called. Um, Love that guy. Uh, KYP, I think. Know your personnel. Okay. Which means know whom you're playing against. Sure, makes sense. Knew what you you have to know what their ups are, what their downs are, where they like to shoot from, how, mm-hmm. what you know, where where from where are they good, from where where should you let them shoot? You don't have to watch a lot of film on Valeri, Valerie, right? To know that he's got a goddamn bomb. 
Yeah, he's he's pretty good. He's pretty, but that's the thing. It's like he's from from that range. He also doesn't do that exclusively. Like he he gets inside. Not quite exclusively. A bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you got to prepare for everything. But one of the top, I would say, if you're a defender and you're preparing for playing him, one of the top things you should know. Maybe it's not the players. Maybe it's the coaches. Maybe it's a matter of prioritizing it, surfacing it, making sure everyone knows about it. Yeah. Is that this dude? Mm-hmm. cannot be left to shoot from 20 yards out. Right. Because it's like allowing for penalty kick at some point. That's how good he is from those ranges. Yeah, He's he'll, got he'll put it on frame with power. Yes. So, yes, there's that. Having said that, yeah, he, he should not have been allowed to shoot from there. There should have been an obstructed shot. He should not get a clean shot from that range. Yeah, Nedum, Nedum was like backing away from him. The backing away yeah, makes that no was, sense. That was like and, step and I, up. And here's the thing. I would say against 99 out of 100 other players in the league, that move makes sense. But I don't is, think it does. This is where knowing your personnel hmm. comes from. This is You have to know this guy makes a living doing this. Now, I'm not saying it's an easy decision because – Guess what? That dude is so good. You might yeah. step up on him. Yeah, and he and steps he'll around. Find you. an open guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah for step sure. around you. Find an open guy that's open in front of the goal because you had to leave him. Sure. Because you stepped up. I get that. But there's an immediate danger there. It's yeah. the guy with the ball who has a cannon for a right foot. I think MVP last year. year last before. year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Two years two ago. Years two years ago. Years ago. Yeah, yeah, when they made the finals. And it's just. If you have to rank, just like I was asking you to rank your starters, mm-hmm. who has to start, there is a simplicity to that. There's a there's a beauty to that simplicity. You have to, at some point, start ranking what you are defending against, against any team, any player, any play in some cases, right? So it comes down to you do not let Diego Valeri, whom I have a shitload of respect for, he he's almost like a Javi esque figure, just for a wrong team. <laughs> yeah, up there. Javi did help convince him to come to MLS. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. So you you don't you just I mean you, if you have to take you have to you have to rank his weapons in order of of danger to you, and his ability to put the ball away from thirty yards out, twenty five, right. whatever, should be the top. When he's in that position, we made a wrong decision. I give no, none, zero, zilch blame to Nick Romando for that goal no, and that play. No, not blame. I don't. I don't think blame is what I was trying to get at. It, it's like it that the reason that that goal. You happened, said he should have had it. He should have had it, but it's not. That's his, blame. No, but it's not his. Don't stop yelling. You're blowing up people's speakers. The, the blame the reason the goal went in isn't Ramondo's fault, but Ramondo should have had it. The reason that goal went in, yeah, I get that it doesn't make sense. Like I'm, I'm. No, it doesn't. I, I'm glad you get it. I don't think Ramondo should like not start next game. As like you know, like it's not like a punishment thing. I'm not trying to like assign blame or punishment or like critique. I'm just well, a little bit of critique. Like it. You're pointing out that Ramondo would have had that. It. Like, you, you're you're pointing been. out a. A point that's semi understandable. That's what I do. Semis. And and completely false. 
But you're no. still pointing it out. You're no. fine. He should have had that. Let's moment. move on. What's the next talking I point? I mean, I think the only other thing that I, I think is worth discussing at this point is the fact that, you know, we are in the middle of international break, which means no uh, no uh, game this weekend. We do have a game against San Josie on Wednesday, San, September 11th. San Uh Let me just confirm. Next week, Wednesday. Is it? Yep. We so, have yeah. fun fact. We have three 7, games left at home. 7.30 p.m. kickoff. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Like, two, where where's the season go? Three games left at home. Two are Wednesday games, and one's a Sunday we game. We know that officially. We looked that up now. Two Wednesdays. No, uh, I'm, I'm like, I'm willing to bet a burrito on it. All right. We'll check later. Um, I mean, we could check now, but. Th- there's no more the home Friday or Saturday games in regular season. Right. Hey, 100% that's why we have sure. the playoffs. Okay. Um, and, and the reason it's worth bringing up is because everyone and their mother is serving international duty right now like nine players total from rsl that's a lot everyone's gone dude everyone so and the reason i bring it up is because a lot of these dudes are like playing in europe and africa and and when i say like that's mostly albert and uh uh, some are playing like new jersey which might as well be africa yeah yeah it's it's far enough out with enough of a gap that it's going to impact player selection for what's arguably one of the biggest games this far. It's against San Jose, who are directly ahead of us, and like we are in competition with them along with like four or five other teams for that, you know, for playoff positions. It's it's not ideal, in my opinion, man. Would you, by mm. any chance, call that a? Um yeah, it's a must win. That's a uh, must win. A must win. That one's actually a must win. And I haven't looked into San Jose's uh, international call-ups. I'm sure they have a few. Oh, who cares? But, like, it's so uh, yeah, Wednesday. We, we know what's-his-name is not getting called up anytime soon. Wando. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. But uh, uh, so yesterday, Liberia versus Sierra Leone. Sam Johnson had himself a great game for Liberia. Yeah. Had a uh, goal. He's the captain, isn't he? Yeah, he, had, he wore the captain's R band. I don't think he's, like, the captain – all the time. It was a yeah, yeah. It was a default. Um, tomorrow, Friday, Slovakia versus Croatia. So, and that's I think for the Euro qualifiers. So Albert Rusnak will be in in Slovakia. Uh, yeah. The U.S. men's team that Corey Baird got called up to will be playing Mexico. That should be an interesting game. Is that tomorrow? Uh, that's tomorrow Ooh. in New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, then Sunday, September. So remember, Sunday, September eighth, Sam yep. Johnson will realistically play a game. In Sierra Leone. Yep. I don't like go look, go open up a yeah. tab, Arsenalation, go look at where Sierra Leone is. Yeah, but uh, probably a 12 to 16 hour flight. Three days later, he has a game in Sandy, Utah. Yeah. So, no, he doesn't. Uh, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a home game. Yep. So, yeah. probably not nah, going to happen. Screw that. I don't care. Uh, Monday, don't care. September 9th, uh, mm-hmm. Slovakia is going to be at Hungary, where Albert Rusnak will probably be playing. Who's so, playing Friday, then Monday. Yeah, so for national team, so probably no Albert Rusnak come Wednesday, like mm-hmm. short of yep. finishing that game and literally hopping on a flight directly to Salt Lake, which I don't think exists from. Uh, well, no, I, I'm probably pretty sure that's what he's gonna do. But is he gonna be ready? Right, you know, probably not. Play three games in what five days? It's yeah, it's, it's nuts. Yeah. That's the other thing. Like the, the schedule's packed. Um, uh, the U.S. under twenty threes will be facing the Japanese under twenty threes, and like. Uh, Glad, Bofo, Baird, uh, or no, not Baird, uh, Brooks, 
both did I just say both like is Brooks in there? Yeah, I think Herrera's in there. Like a bunch of dudes got called up to the under twenty threes. I think like three or four guys. Jason Christ, he it's, wants that dude, job back, it's bro. It's so bad. It's so bad. Um, and then the U.S. will face Uruguay September tenth, the game before. Um, did Jefferson and Jefferson? Did Jefferson? Get Jefferson called? got called up. Jefferson yep. got called up, and Venezuela will be facing Colombia Tuesday, September tenth, the day before the game. So basically, yeah. like. We're depleted as it's so bad. Shit it's on next week Wednesday. So bad. I'm I'm actually kind of. So you know worried. what that means? If I may, we gotta we, we gotta test that depth. You test that depth, and this is gonna be a nitty gritty, ballsy game on Wednesday. Yeah. It is. This might be. Yes, it's a must win. Yeah, I, I agree. A. For the first time in the season, I actually agree. <laughs> And B, more importantly, maybe this is a must show up for the fans. Yeah, 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 for sure. And the, I don't feel like that the, hasn't been too much of a problem lately. Lately, by like the lately, last like you two, mean like last two or three. Yeah, games. like literally yeah, the last yeah. two or three. Yeah, I, I it's a Wednesday game, mm-hmm. so it's gonna be you know we'll see yep, what happens yep, there. There's I, that whole. Thing. I, I I think this is the, this might be the most important role. The fans in the stadium play this year because of the the, the the depletion of the team, international duties, which is still a thing that has to be worked out. This is getting ridiculous. Yeah. This league is getting a little too big, too important, too rich, mm-hmm. too much revenue, too much investment to completely depend and, and be sidetracked by international schedules. I think we need to either influence international schedules, which is not likely. Probably not going to happen. Or change our league structure mm-hmm. to accommodate. Now, I know we, we, we're skipping this weekend. Yeah, cool. Right. What, what the hell? Why, why are we playing Wednesday then? Sure. It's a little better. It's not ideal. Um, but what, why are we uh, to us? Right. Does so it not, really not matter? A, not everyone's playing Wednesday. Let's just acknowledge that. Well, okay. Yeah. So um, why then? That that makes it even worse. Because you have to fit X amount of games in it a very tight window. Stupid. We went like three. We went on like a three week break, I think, for a while. And now we're now that. we're playing. Yeah, like five game, four or five games yeah. in like two weeks. Yeah, it is it's, absolutely it's stupid. Yeah. It is. It is. It is the leagues. Whether it's national, international, local, whatever it is, regional, mm-hmm. it, it it is a way to show that they either do not have Im- you know any uh, impact. I mean, or they definitely don't have impact or control over international play, which they don't. I I disagree with that. No, uh, FIFA is not going to change international windows because the MLS wants them to. So let's just okay. So that. T- there's only two things to do there. Three, I guess. One is you can keep doing what you're doing, which is bullshit, right? Sure. The other thing is you can change your windows, yep. i.e. the MLS windows, or the third is influence FIFA international windows. I mean, you can also not release players. That is an option coaches sometimes have. Not for official international. I, I would no, say no, you, the vast majority of contracts dictate that they get released for those things. I, yeah, I mean, I think that's on a player-per-player basis, but there are instances where a coach cannot... Like it's definitely happened. So it's that's for like the, 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 stuff, there would be yeah. a way to say screw off FIFA. Yeah, it's not really FIFA. It's screw off the country. That's like FIFA's well, not gonna it's, care. It would be if, a FIFA you know. agreement. Sure, I, I get what you're getting at. But then you're hurting your chances of recruiting top-notch players. Yeah, because dudes are not gonna want to go. But yeah. it's also worth noting that like weather in North America doesn't really 
obey with the FIFA window. You know, like it's like. Go ahead, say it, because I have a reply to you. Okay, so I'm the guy that's always like bad weather isn't, you know, isn't the Pacific Northwest and the Northeast don't have monopoly on bad weather. Like they have rain and snow in Europe. It's just not to those extremes, man. Like Toronto, come on. You're saying that what? Like, like are you are you saying that FIFA does not give two shits about what MLS is going to do about their their window? Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. So let's just acknowledge that as a fact, right? Yeah. FIFA uh, is uh, never right going now. right now as no, things stand. Not never. Okay, as the, never. in in the current reality of the universe, everyone occupies. I need I need I need you to have some like, you know grasp of reality like i understand I'm, your I'm fantasy all about no, reality you're bro definitely not all about reality but in the current geopolitical soccer climate of the world F- uh, mls is not going to impact fifa windows fact next so, week next year Let, let's just let's for the foreseeable future next year right like let's just let's just do it one year at a time next year mls isn't going to impact fifa windows fact okay so the only other option is okay mls can change its Change its schedule. A lot of other leagues do. Do what? Change their windows based on international call-ups. Right. Uh, the the Serie sure. A is not playing this weekend or midweek definitely, next week. Definitely, but they also the, have the just The Premier different... League is not playing this weekend mm-hmm. or mid-next week. Yep. The Spanish division or league is not. I mean, yes, they, mm-hmm. they do change their schedules accordingly. Right. And, and this is where I was getting the a weather few, at. A few years from now, we're going to be playing a World Cup in Qatar. Right. And That's... we'll be playing that over basically Christmas. We're playing right. it in the winter. We're moving it in the winter, yeah. Which means that all leagues have already started and will continue to adjust their schedules over the next three years right. to ensure there's a league break. During the World Cup. During the World Cup. So, yes, sense. you're absolutely correct. I think. So, let's acknowledge the, the fact the that, easiest that the big loop. leagues aren't. FIFA isn't changing their windows for the big leagues. Well, so they work hand in hand, I would say. Right. So, they know well it's a, in it's advance. A, it's, a, it's one commodity at the end the, of the day. The number one thing. Yes, you're absolutely correct. Okay. Let me ask you this question. Why in the, f- why in, why in the freak? Mm-hmm. You can just say why. Why are we, <laughs> why are we playing a Wednesday game? Every the, the the rest of FIFA window is all that all mm-hmm. the countries are playing at the same time. Yeah, all of the other international leagues that are not of any yeah. of any, any importance. Sure. Yeah, so you, I'm talking the Serie A, the Premier yeah. League, the Spanish league, the the German league, right? The French league. I'm not I'm not sure what the Mexican league is doing. Sure, they're all, they're all, they're playing next weekend. If you if you're playing this game mm-hmm. next Saturday. Instead right. of next Wednesday, it's a totally different story. Totally different game. Yeah, like we actually fit into the rest of the goddamn schedule. I think it's because we have a French. we have a Saturday game as well. I think. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So it's because we because MLS needs to get X amount of games in X amount of weeks. Franchise. Like it is what it is. The weather doesn't permit uh, play at the early start of the year and like at the late. Like people have talked about like start the league earlier. Imagine Toronto in February. Imagine Salt Lake and them city in February. Like it's, it's let me it's, let me it, let me give you. A, uh, I would love it. it. It's not doable. No, it's absolutely it, doable. It's, it's, I mean, it's doable, but it's miserable. No, I, no, so, I, I think I think this I, is. I miserable. love. I okay. lo- are you talking about from the fans or yeah, players? Yeah, perspective? From the players' perspective. Oh, and, and I think well, fuck and them. I think they're, also, they're making a shitload of money also playing a, little bit a game. Stop so. swearing. 
also <laughs> a little bit from the fans. Because oh, like at the end of the day, I, MLS is a business, and they want people in, in, in the stands. Salt Lake City, I think, has never had trouble recruiting or getting people into the stadium when it's cold. Rain is more of a problem, I would say, than, than anything else. So we had the one snow game in Vancouver, and every like at, half— okay. No, okay, that's an extreme. Sure, sure, but that's that's February. That's like fe- next, that's, February in Utah no, is snow. No, that was like that was snow. March. What was in March? The Vancouver game. Right. Yeah. So imagine February. February in Utah means snow, and it's not like oh one freak snowstorm. It's like regular snow. No, I like, would say February and March in Utah are interchangeable when it comes to weather. No, Mar- Mar- late January, March and middle of February January, are widely different. January is in a, in, in a league of its own. Right. February and March, okay. especially well, mid to late February. Okay, let's, versus, I will pull this up when in February when it's snowing and we've got like, you know, pea coats on. But the, the, there's, so there's a difference between snowing mm-hmm. and cold. No, no, for, forget cold for a second. Yes, you're correct. There's cold too. There's a difference between snowing and Vancouver at home snowball game. Yeah, that's that was, a whole that's for different. Sure. That was, like that was a once in a lifetime thing. It was nuts. Yeah, it but was you, awesome. Yeah, it was fun. But yeah. it was fun because it, I would if that was every like if that was like the first four games, I probably wouldn't go to the first four games. Well, so a couple of things. First of all, you and I both know that you would. Sure, but the, <laughs> most people wouldn't. Most but, like you got to remember that most secondly, people would. That's not regular occurrence. In February, it's it's, it's not okay. It's not that bad, but yeah. snowstorms are much more common in February. They're more common, in, uh, but that much th- more th- not that kind of that, that sure, was sure. But any kind of snow becomes a, an inconvenience. If we had gone to the game knowing there was gonna be, remember we didn't know there was gonna be snow. Right, it was supposed right? to be a nice day at the yeah. first half. Yes, and it was. It was beautiful. Remember those pictures? Like first yeah. half, clear everything. Sure. Second yeah. half, they're shoveling snow off the lines. lines. Yes. Let, let's move on. Because we All might have another episode before next game. We don't. Maybe. We're not sure yet. I said might have. Yeah. Uh, so I said we wanted to. Well, we do want to, but we might have. I mean, I might not want to. I don't know. <laughs> it's. Yeah. it's yeah. I, I don't really know that there's really anything uh, else to discuss before that hypothetical there Sunday isn't, game. There isn't. So let me ask you a couple of simple questions. All right. Um, so this and, probably and, means they're not going to be simple and just, and just, just really do, dumb. No, just do like two to five word answers. Okay. Um, did you like the lineup against Portland last weekend? No. That's less than two words. Right, didn't you say less than two words? Oh, I said two to five words. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I didn't. <laughs> okay. okay. I, what um, you, just tell me what you're fishing for and I'll just give it to you. No, I'm not fishing. Okay. I'm just I'm just wrapping up. Did you? Up. No, I hated it. Okay. Do you think Sam Johnson should be a, a no-brainer starter at number nine for our team yes, for the rest should, of the year. Yes, he should probably be. be the, I mean, some of it is opponent dependent, but nine, Very time, little. nine yeah. times out of ten, Sam Johnson should be starting. Should Corey Beard, in current form, mm-hmm. ever start over either and or Bofo or Plata in current form? See, this one I, I'm not as clean cut as clean cut as you are. I think there are instances where I like what Corey Baird offers in that position. Uh, but against Portland, against the recent games I've seen, forward moving for like the next couple games, yeah, I would like it if Corey Baird didn't get the start. Okay, good point. Um, do you think it's stupid that we have a game on Wednesday? Yes. Which is one to four or five game days after a lot of our players have an international game. Yeah, it's it's, it's definitely not ideal. Okay, 
I think I'm done. Great summary. Arsenal Nation, that was something. We still love you. And worst case scenario, you'll hear from us after the San Jose game. Tell me when to stop the recording. <laughs>